hello. That's all you wanted me to say, right? Yeah, we're good. Perfect. All right, that was a struggle, but we got it. Nice job, Alex. Is that our production assistant? That's our production guy. Oh! Oh, oh what's happening? God, I suck at this. This will be nice when I get good. No, you won't have to get good. We're just going to get... We're just going to hire someone. We'll just have Outsource someone. this the first person. Pay The starting pay is a million dollars. Actually, what's behind here? Looking for a game to capture. Well, you're not going to find one. <laughs> this is a game. This life, is, life is a game. Life's a game. All right. Everything looks good, sounds good. Are we, are we live? We're, this is going, we're, we're just live, go. We're just a minute in, and we're just still testing. Like, oh. And there's no editing this one, so. It's okay. Too small to fail. Yeah. Hashtag. Tweet at us. Yeah. Um, this is episode 15, and this one's awesome. Because we're doing Mad Max Fury Road. I think 14 was awesome. This one's going to be like, eh. This one I'm so excited for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got a whole fucking book I, over here. No, I took... That's not a book, Corey. That's a page. It's quality. Ah, looks like a quantity it's, to me. It's, it's a reminder. <laughs> I just didn't want to forget. So we watched this movie last night, and just phenomenal. We watched the black and chrome edition. Bang! 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 Good thing they can see it. Huh? I don't know if they can see it. If you zoom in... That's like our little Easter egg that we always just try to have the, the movie back there or whatever we're talking about. It's not really an Easter egg. Easter eggs are supposed to be hidden. You're right. Well, it's just not prominent on the screen. Oh. Yeah. Like, and we haven't that, really talked about it. What the hell is that on his low resolution monitor Well, over that way, there? Hmm. that way if they click on any one of the episodes, it's got, you know, it's distinct. I mean, I know because it's just me and you sitting here every episode, but we've got some difference, something at all, you know. Oh, I see. Let's get into it. Let's get into some content. Nah, let's just shoot the shit for a shoot couple minutes. Shoot the shit. How was your week? Uh, awesome. Was it? Well, it's been two weeks now. Well, they don't know that. Yeah, because I was gone on Dominican Republic. Went to a mission trip. and So I came back Wednesday, or Tuesday. Did you upload a video before you left? Um, I uploaded before I left, and then I uploaded two videos when I came back. Two videos? Yep. The you Revenant. I did The Revenant, and then uh, I talked about Ubik, which was a book by Philip K. Dick that I read over um, the Oh, and you did your trip. own little... Yeah, it's like 20 minutes, and I watched it. It was like a confusing book, so I'm like, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but we'll go with it. And But the book's confusing. Write in. Let us know if it made sense, everybody. If no one watches it, that's not the point. This it's... is the perfect angle right here where I can't really see your face. I love it. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze on, uh, right, it blocks, oh, this is like, no. it blocks you. Allergy season is yeah. destroying me, dude. Every morning I wake up, go to work, blow my nose for like an hour until it finally goes away because I'm inside. You should go blow yourself for the next seven hours and then go home. I'm not Marilyn Manson. I heard that was a myth. It's a myth? I heard that. Well, I'm perpetuating the shit. I think he started thing. it. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I took a rib out, dude, and then I licked my own pee-pee. <laughs> why, why, why would he say it that way? <laughs> why would you say anything if you're perpetuating <laughs> your own myth? Like, come on. Uh, he's a weird He's a weird dude. I like him and he, his music. I like some of his old stuff. Yeah. Very well, 
I'm gonna cherry pick a Does lot he have of songs. New stuff? I'm not gonna listen to you know a new album. I don't know. Like, I haven't what? checked recently. He's not on my liked and followed artists on Spotify. You were surprised when I told you I like heavy metal the other day. Yeah, it kind of broke my brain. Because Tool doesn't really count as heavy metal. Tool's progressive rock, yeah. It's or... new metal. And you. No, I would not say. Well, you don't Tool get to is... say that's what everyone else says. I don't. I literally I don't think work it is. with rockheads. And I said, Tool. I was talking about this conversation we had. I was like, yeah, my roommate the other day, or yesterday, he said that he like likes Black Sabbath. And he's like, his favorite genre is, is heavy metal. And then he, I was like, I literally only heard you listen to, to Tool. And they're like, oh, that's new metal. So I was confirmed. When I said it yesterday in the kitchen, or the day before yesterday, I was in the kitchen. I was like, I think it's new metal. I was confirmed. New metal, I think of like. Linkin Park. Slip, yeah, Linkin Park. Slipknot. Corn. Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Fuck Limp Biscuit. I'll tell you that. What's their famous song? I don't even know. Numb? No, that's that's Linkin, <laughs> Linkin Park. Park. I used to like Linkin, Linkin Park. There's a catchy song from Limp Biscuit. Not anymore. Like, well, it used to be when we were growing up. I, I won't. I won't know it. Mm-hmm. If you heard it, you would recognize it. I liked it Corn though. Yeah, I liked Corn. I like. I like their Twisted Transition Transistor. Is that like one of their albums? No, it's a song. Oh yeah, that was a good song. I re- I really for corn. I only know like the popular ones. Coming like, undone, another brick in the wall, and their yeah, coming undone, and then their latest. Their I think their latest album, but it came out in 2012 because that's the last time I listened to corn. <laughs> but um, but they're all artists yeah. that are gonna like fall off because Linkin Park's golden age was you know 2007, yeah, 2000s, yeah, and everything else they've done is shit. Yeah, I never liked. I always put up with the rapping, but never liked that part of it. And I like the metal part. What do you mean the rapping? In Meteor? Like, in, and... in, in Linkin Park, they have a rapper, and I always just was like, that part of the song would come up, and I was just like, okay, whatever. But I like rap. I mean, I like hip-hop. But I don't like new metal that when they put rappers in metal songs. It's just not for me. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to edit that part out. Why? you hating on Linkin Park. I'm not hating on them. A little bit. A, a little bit, though. Actually, I don't like them. Yeah. So now. I, I grew edit, out of We're going to edit this out because we, we can't. We're not going to edit shit. Now. Everything stays in. Yeah, we worked on... We worked for 10 minutes just to get the threads out. <laughs> we did that like four times. We did it like twice, but it took a long Take time. Take 10. <laughs> it's because it's not worth it to like shoot this and then upload it to Adobe Premiere and then put a little sliver like 14 second intro in there and then render the entire video and it ends up in shittier quality and then you have to upload it to youtube i don't know how people do it i know i'm not doing it the right way i don't know how else to do it i'm gonna keep doing it million dollars for the first volunteer yeah to we're, come be we're hiring <laughs> you want to be you want to be an intern some 17 year old kid unpaid, comes over unpaid summer intern. unpaid summer internship making videos for two douchebags will smoke you out <laughs> wait what uh, you know, with pot brownies. <laughs> I was gonna say sage I was trying and to try th- to save you, but you just, you literally just throw pot out there. You mean the pans, right? That are in the the cupboard. The, the yeah, well, pot co- brownies because we make them in a pot. Yes. <laughs> oh, we definitely have to edit that out. Nah, staying in, dude. Um, I Black Sabbath. Can I talk about that a little bit more? Sure. So it was the 50th anniversary of their first album releasing it released on friday the 13th 
1970. 1970. And it's widely considered to be the first heavy metal album. And it's just, like, I listened to it. And I listened to the first four albums they came out with from, like, 1970. They released two albums, which is cool for, like, a band that's just starting out, a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. Yeah. There was a demand for it. Yeah. That's insane. they recorded the whole thing. 12 songs ready to go on a new album. It was, yeah, it's eight songs on the first album, eight songs in the second album. It's, like, 45 minutes. And, they, you know, kind of longer songs. Right. And, um, like, it starts with the with the bell tolling and rain and kind of that dark industrial. <sighs> yeah, and it goes pretty hard and yeah. pretty loud. And, I mean, this this kind of music was never done before. Right. And it's just badass. It's it. They shot the whole album in one day, 12 hours. Recorded. Recorded it. Yeah, you're right. Not shot it. And, I would uh, shoot the album. Yeah. Sounded like Black Sabbath. How dare you? It's some good music. I got, like, two good songs. Yeah, everyone knows Iron Man. I thought about doing, like, some sort of video on it where I'm outlining or talking about all the songs that people don't know from Black Sabbath that are pretty good. Like, everyone knows War Pigs. Everyone knows Paranoid. Everyone knows um, Iron Man. So, yeah. What background do you have on music to be qualified to? uh... None. Oh, okay. None. I was just giving them a warning in case they wanted to look forward to it. You just have to. I think no ground to stand on. Thinking you're an expert or thinking you have to be an expert to talk about something inhibits right. you from actually. Can I fart in the mic? No, that's right where my face is. Are we? We're not gonna be that type of podcast, are we? Are we going there? Are we? Are we devolving? Dude, coffee pushes it right out of me. It's like Drano for the body. I don't it's think the same color too. I don't think I don't think we're like funny enough be like a fart mic type of podcast i think it would just be like off-putting to be... it's definitely funny on the right podcast but not i'll fart on the podcast and then i'll record a tiktok of me farting and it'll just trend as cringy yeah that's how you get follows sometimes watching myself i find it's cring- cringy enough. oh everyone watching knows that you're, yeah. you're the cringy person i'm yeah i'm the reason they come back bro how do I change that, Corey? How do you become yeah. less cringy? Yeah. <clears throat> you can't be socially awkward. You can't have mental... Am dis- I socially You awkward? can't have mental disabilities. And... I'm not, <laughs> mental disabilities. Fuck uh, off. You gotta have a personality change, so... I oh recommend a psychologist to change... Oh, my how God. How people perceive... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well... Here, let me Google the burn centers for you real quick. You might yeah. need to go. So how was uh, Dominican Republic, by the way? Uh, it was crazy. Um, give everyone a little. I was actually listening to a comedian um, today. And he was like, what did he say? He said, something is like the Dominican Republic. It's cool for five days, and then you realize there's a lot more problems going on. <laughs> so we kind of went to some touristy areas that, I mean, it looks nice. It's cool. It's like Puerto Rico. But then, I mean, there's a lot of, it's a developing country. There's a lot of need there. So it's like someone has a drywall and they punched a hole in it and then punched five more holes and they just put paper over it and repainted it. And you come and you're like, it looks Check nice. Out this yeah, it's you a good wall. Paper and <laughs> yeah. Bam, you're through the wall. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the people were great. The way they speak Spanish is very like sing song. It's almost like, I guess it's the closer you get to Cuba, the more you start singing when you speak Spanish. Or whatever. I don't know how it works, but Puerto Ricans are like super, to me, easy to understand. Because I understand As a Spanish speaker. No, I understand most of Spanish. It most Spanish that's spoken to me. I, I'm like nodding. I'm like, okay, I know what you mean. Right. 
but then trying to talk back. Thanks, oh Jolie. Yeah. She doesn't talk to She doesn't Spanish. help me. She doesn't help me at all. <laughs> like, it's like words here and there. Uh, so. Um, but yeah, it was fun. We did, saw lots of patients, helped a lot of people. Did a clinic. Did a clinic with the hospital. And I was able, I'm not clinical, I'm not medical, but I was able to help out a lot. And it's good stuff. Yeah. Most yeah. clinical people just need help. Yes. processing people and then there's five minutes where you actually interact and touch yeah i had hands-on lots of patients like doing vitals and doing like height and weight and just like directing them where and by hands-on you mean gloves on sometimes sometimes not ah yeah i was like holding babies and they were like sn like sneeze on me i was like oh did you have coronavirus yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna go get my goggles yeah uh, they they had these. Everyone's wearing these face masks. I think people laugh when they see your reaction to my. <laughs> just, like you just do stuff. You You're the cringy like, one. You just have like you a make me cringe. Stupid ass smile on your face, and you just like ignore me. Yeah, because I don't know to what to think do. Of things to like move on. <laughs> I love. Like what the fuck do I like? It's not funny. If it's funny, I'll laugh. You don't think it's funny, but I think it's funny, and they think it's funny. So just roll with it. <clears throat> Throw your head back and laugh. <laughs> making fun of me <laughs> internalize it <laughs> you know i catch on every time he's making fun i i just selectively ignore it i'm not sitting like sometimes You're i like don't in catch a car it. and a speed bump bump what was that um in the dominican republic they have face masks on and i guess they didn't get the message or the memo they have the wrong face mask because there's like ones for painters or like nurses that you're supposed like you cover up but they're not actually, like, seal everything off and, like, protect you. The ones they have in, like, that you see in China, those are usually pretty, you know, because they... Airtight. And so we, we didn't... Like, it's almost like you want to tap someone on the shoulder and be like, hey, do you, you should get a different one. That one's not actually doing anything for you. I don't think the coronavirus would make it to an island anyway. No, but they're wearing that because of the outbreak or mm -hmm. because, you know... They don't want to get sick, but it doesn't actually do anything. We I just noticed a, a lot of people like that. I heard a director in a China hospital, director of the hospital died from the coronavirus. Really? That's sad. Yeah. You're supposed to be teaching all these procedures that keep you safe and disease-free, and then you catch it yourself. That's unfortunate. 11 people got diagnosed out of that cruise ship mm -hmm. from Japan. There was 13 patients. They took them to Omaha. 11 of them have coronavirus. But most of them are, like, no one's died, no right. Americans. Um, and, uh, minor symptoms, they say mostly. Gotcha. So, good. Uh, yeah. But in China, they actually don't know how many people have died because yeah, the Chinese government's getting weird yeah, about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Dude, I want to do another video on China. I have the PowerPoint written. What's the other idea? Uh, China, Black Sabbath, or metal in general. Um, and then books. No, but the China one, because... There's like China, the Chinese government is like crazy about covering up stuff. Like, you know, most maps are made in China. Oh, yeah. And they like extend their borders. Yeah. The dispute. Hong Kong is actually in China. Taiwan. Yeah. It's a whole island. They have like the, the yellow, like if China's in yellow and they put uh, Taiwan in yellow, it's like, wait, where was this map made in China? But it's a U.S. company, so it gets weird. Whoa. If you're, a if you're a cartographer, call in. Call. Let us know the facts. 
Anything with you? Nope. All right. Playing video games, making money. Fucking bitches. <laughs> Mine's the bitches. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited about this movie. This, but you already watched it. I know, oh. but I'm excited to talk about it. Gotcha. Relive it. Cool. We Well, we are too, so yeah. let's dive right in. Black and Chrome, Mad Max Fury Road. No, it's Mad Max Fury Road, Black and Chrome. Yes. There you go. I'll tell you what. Fuck the other Mad Maxes. I've never seen them. Don't want to see them. They look old. They look shitty. I'm judging them. They got nothing on this movie. That's a bold take, I think. Don't haven't seen them. Don't want to see them. Don't want to. Great encouragement for us movie <laughs> aficionados, dude. They probably suck. <laughs> dude, I've been telling people about our podcast, and everyone wonders why you don't. So maybe this give you a little bit of a opportunity to defend yourself or explain why you don't want to watch, in your opinion, bad movies. Oh yeah, that's an interesting. I I'm open to it. Are I'm you? Kind of, I don't want to. Tomorrow, I'm gonna watch a movie with a couple friends. It's gonna be Ghostbusters, all female cast. Oh, that movie sucked. And then we're gonna I don't talk see about it. it after. Zila, you already, <laughs> you're already. So I don't like to waste my time with bad movies. Waste your time. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if it's with people, that'd be fun. You know. That's the point. Okay. Uh, We're not watching the movie because it's a good movie. We're literally watching the movie because of the atmosphere that it creates. I'm not trying to convince you. I just want... Yeah, so I I would... I I want to be able to defend you to people that I talk to about it. Yeah. um, No, I hear you. That It's like... There's... uh, Good movies... I like movies. So most movies, if they're halfway decent, I like them. And I want to see them. And I want to talk about them. And I want to talk about stuff I like. If you like bad movies, and I've seen tons of them, they aren't that fun usually. And talking about them, it's fun to shit on stuff. But I, my personality type is kind of like ignore that. I don't want complainers. I don't want like that sounds negative, but it's like, what's the actual solution that we can do? You can't fix the movie. You can't. I don't want to spread it around about why it's bad or like why Transformers sucks. Like Transformers sucks. Like don't watch it. Movies. A lot of noise and boring, and I like. I don't want to recommend them. I don't want anyone to watch them. Well, I don't care what you do, actually. So you can watch them if you want to. But I want to sit here and talk about how awesome Mad Max is, and other people to see how good movies can be, because they might watch Mad Max and go, "Oh, it's just another action movie." What you're not realizing is that this is one of the best action movies ever, and I can tell you why. Of course, that's my opinion, but I can tell you why that's that just is. Your opinion, bro. Yeah, but. I've, I've watched enough, I, I'm articulate about them, I know what I'm talking about, and if you don't think so, you're welcome to not, you know, click out of the video or whatever, but... Oh, they, they have your permission to disagree? Well, obviously, that's, that's, I'm aware of that you don't have to take it at face value, you know, um, but I don't want to waste my time and effort and energy on a bad movie or dissecting bad movies. And I don't know, that's just personal, but I'm open to it. Is right. that... That's quotable. I'm going to get you a shirt that says, I don't, and then little words, fucking, and then big words, care. That's your catchphrase. I would love that shirt. (laughs) I would love that. 
And then on the back, it's going to be anybody but it's, myself. It's good. No, that's not true. It's mostly true. But it's not true. No, it's it's good to be selective with your attention. Because the only thing you have in life, I mean, money you can make, but it's like time, effort, focus, energy. Like those things are, that's why millionaires are unhappy because they like focus on shit that isn't good. It's like you have all the money. Like focus on some shit either you need to get better or you're surrounding people to get better or making the world, whatever it is that you need. Like if you're sad with million dollars, that's a focus problem. So I don't care. It's actually like a positive way to, like, I don't care about that dumb shit. I care about what's the quote more, more money, more problems. Whoever fucking said that quote didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> I heard a quote, uh, maybe it was like Biggie Smalls or something. He said, money isn't the answer to everything. Money isn't everything, but not having money is. Say it again. So if you don't have money... No, say the quote again. So having money isn't everything. Not having it is. I see. Yeah. So you don't have money. That's like... All you just need is money to solve all your problems. But then once you have it, it's like more problems you got different problems yeah yeah it's replaced your problems with other problems get to the point where you don't have problems that's my goal yeah but if you had like no money and you were hungry and you had a family and those are problems but i still want to get to a point where i don't have problems sure you're gonna get there pretty soon after you like figure out like what the fuck money. to do in yeah. life upward trajectory but you're not overly concerned with that question no <laughs> see i, I live, am more. i live in the present yeah i want to get to a certain point and then be like that that's just that's different though i don't want to have any regrets when i'm like 80 yeah. i want to end up like mad max and regret all the kids i left when i was a police officer state trooper is that what happened to him in this movie? No, it didn't happen to him, but that's his past. Yeah. Isn't he like a cop who tried to save his a daughter or a girl? I don't know, but it was like away? it was super implied and none of it was explained, and I love that. Well, Not... that's, that's why I'm inferring that he was some sort of law enforcement. Yeah, he guy definitely who was. Drove around a car and yeah. the world went to shit. He survived but he lives with regret of not being able to save a loved one. I assume a loved one. I thought it was like a daughter or something. Yeah, it looks like, like that. that. Right. Yeah. But that's all the information we know about his background. Yeah. Yeah. It's all you need to know. Yeah. So it's not super relevant. I guess that saves him once. <gasps> Gives him some background. Right. Yeah. Um, you want to dive into the movie? Like ratings? Not really. You want to ease into it? Wait in? Yeah, let's edge it. Edge <laughs> Edging into the pool. No. Oh, I guess, yeah. In the pool of Mad Max. Get those pearls. What do they call it? No pearls in pools. If you edge into them, there are. What? They're so confused right now. Dude, this coffee will put hair on your balls, dude. <laughs> it's so black. I, already, I don't know about you. I already have hair on my balls. My head haven't even when you hit yet. puberty, you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start reading your notes. 
I love this movie. This gets a six out of ten, uh, six out of five for me. When I edit this video, I'm gonna throw how many counters? That counter's gonna appear on this video we've every been, time you say, been, "I love this movie." No, I. This is one of my favorites. This one, The Revenant, Hateful Eight, all of those. Um, I know we've we reviewed some of the past, and it. I mean, I could. These are rewatchable movies. Like, this is the third time I've seen it. We saw Black and Chrome Edition, which, if the, if you haven't seen Mad Max, you should watch the first time in color, but the second time you should watch Black and Chrome. Um, you think a lot of people have seen this movie? I think a lot of people have seen this movie. Did you do any background? I didn't do any background. No. <clears throat> Did it make its money back? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. This it got was a lot pretty of popular. Reese, right? Critically acclaimed. Yes. Didn't get any awards though, right? I believe it did. I believe it got a lot. Really? Yeah, for like uh, sound mixing and mm. like, I don't know what else, but... Yeah, there's uh, so many different categories now, it's hard to keep track unless you're like really glued to the pulse of yeah. those George awards. Miller made an awesome movie, dude. He makes good movies. What other movies? Like March, oh, of, I don't know. March I of the assume. Penguins? <laughs> I just assume. March of the Penguins? He did March of the Penguins. Isn't that a documentary? With Morgan Freeman narrating rated g you mean god god rated g it, and then yeah into yeah mad max. yeah mad max a couple years later now that's that's uh that's a uh, what is it all he's got some range well yeah well-rounded well-rounded director yeah yeah um but i mean it this this movie reminded me of that video game doom from 2016 okay it's a badass game he's sure but you that's like that's like demons and uh superhuman it's the feel on mars it's the vibes of it it's not the artwork it's not it's rushing through a game as fast as possible shooting people action non-stop like no cutscenes, really i mean they had pretty quick cutscenes, and then it's more like it's not even about the main character and like his background or like dialogue or let's figure out a puzzle and then talk no it's action let's go and heavy metals playing you're shooting people you're running bam, 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 yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good game yes i saw a highlight recently it made me want to jump back in but i've been playing a lot of pc shooters so transitioning to a controller shooter is like oh, oh just you know yeah it's, it's tough unless you're otherwise and then it's not fun because you can't actually shoot anything you're just like struggling so it's not yeah fun. but it's like it's like playing red dead redemption like that game's so yeah, you different. have auto lock in that game so no no, no not shooting the, enemies a little I, bit easier i just mean that the controller's so like it's it's the only game i played where the the you input a button and it take the animations like three and a half seconds which is like a really long time of him getting up on his horse or him jumping over something and so it's just, you have to chill out and so you have to you have to transition into that game and so i've been playing that for a long period of time it's not like hit a button and do yeah. something yeah so um, it's not like uh every game ever <laughs> uh what was that ninja game that recently oh. came out sekiro sekiro that game, you, that game you just like twitch your your uh your thumbstick a little bit and he just like dodges and if any any pixel of the enemy misses you you're fine and it was just a little that's bit one of my twitch. favorite games to watch oh yeah on twitch oh yeah never played it i'm not sure if i'll i'll buy it like one day but maybe it's free i thought i liked <laughs> those dark soul games but i like don't. the idea 
I like the the mood. You like the challenge? Fuck the challenge, dude. It's just I don't have that kind of time. Did you ever beat one of those games? Like actually beat I, the final boss? I have played a lot of Demon of uh, Demon Souls. Demon Souls. I got I either beat it or got super close to it. Same with Dark Souls, and then whichever one was the hard one, whether it was two or three, I like didn't get very far. But then the other one I got far, gotcha. and then Bloodborne I did not get very far into. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I've ever beaten one though. Gotcha, it's very tough. Yeah, it's super tough. Yeah. I've, I've there, gotten, there was a I've seen game. enough. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know what I, I know what it's about. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. There was a game when I was younger growing up called Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Gaiden? Whatever the fuck. Uh, it was the first one. And, of course, we get it when we're 12 years old and we're trying to beat this game. And, you know, it's super high difficulty. There's, I think we tried to play a normal, like, every single time. And we I don't think I've ever... Uh, that's a lie. I think my brother did actually finally beat the final boss. Turns out to be, like, your sensei at the end. And I never... Yeah. I could never get that far. I'm so mad. Like, I almost want to yeah. go back and be like... I gotta, I gotta beat this game just because I have so many memories of yeah. it. But so Let's, what's one of those tough games where it's like boss fights and yeah. survival type thing? The coolest part about our generation, I feel like so much stuff is like catered towards people like in their twenties and thirties. Like people still play video games at our age. Like stuff is marketed towards us, like movies. I'd Maybe, say that's true for us. Yeah, it's 10, true for everybody. Years. But for millennials as a group, like especially with video games, which happen to be like a medium that I really like, there's uh, so much stuff out there geared for us. And that in 10 or 20 years, and it's already sort of happening with Final Fantasy VII, it's getting a remake, and it's going to be like, I heard it was going to be like three or four discs or something insane, 100 gigabytes. Yeah. No, it's two discs, 100 gigs. That's what it is, like Red Dead. But the po- the nostalgia of all the stuff that we liked is coming back and... Like, they'll make a Ninja Gaiden remake or whatever. Yeah. And you can always go back and, like, play that. And I don't know why, but nostalgia is, like, I guess really big for me and everybody that... It's in the we, feels. Like, if you grew up playing yeah, like Super a, Mario or or Nintendo 64 and throwing, someone throws on Smash, you're, you're hyped. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's if, reliable. If I saw Ocarina of Time and they remade that game, it would blow my mind. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why they haven't. It's like a goldmine ready yeah high res i I would have to buy a nintendo like system though unfortunately i would need like a switch sure i have to buy a switch or be given one by our donations (laughs) patreon you'd be like those uh those hot girls on on uh tiktok uh no on like patreon or yeah instagram (laughs) that they have like an amazon wish list and and thirsty dudes just buy them like stuff yeah yeah oh yeah tell me more you gotta be like that. Oh, th- yeah, but I want people to buy me things. Yes, of course. Have you seen this face? <laughs> what do you get this movie? Like a good rating? Hmm. I didn't think about this. We didn't. You didn't ask me right after the movie. So give me like ten minutes, and uh, when you first watched it, I might. Have did you like it? I did. I wouldn't say that the black and chrome detracts. It's just like a alternate view. It almost gives that noir feeling. Yeah. Um, but I think when I watched it, I would have given it a nine. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's a very good movie. Oh. Very seamless. Very 
con- yeah seamless i guess is the best word because there's it's always something's always happening there's no like yeah slow scenes like you said it's like a like a doom game where you're just going bang 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 and it's continuously happening it's a almost continuous action action scene to action scene to action scene of any movie that there is um Mm, john wick john wick is pretty close i would i would put this as a better action movie i think this is the best action movie of all time you heard it first you heard you heard it here first yeah i gotta work on that you heard it here first there you go yeah yeah anal (laughs) (laughs) it gets you so good every time this is just so surprising yeah (laughs) it's so stupid (laughs) i tell everyone that i'm the comedic relief on this show so that i keep their attention and you got the actually meaty i think it would be funny to be like a comedic relief (laughs) this is where i look at the camera but i told them i Ah, you know what? I did break the fourth wall in the last, uh... It's not even the fourth wall. Why do I keep saying that? We're not in the movie. <laughs> You're just staring at it. <laughs> That's why I said it would take psychology to fix you to make you not cringy. Because it was way too long. You just need to glance and that's all. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I'm going to get you that shirt, dude. Yeah. Someone will make it. Um... What did you get? You get, obviously, five out of five for you. Yeah. Six out of five? Six out of five. It's one of those special movies. Loved it. First time I watched it, I I respected it as an action movie. I was like, oh, this is something different. Because... It is. Action movies are... I hate... Like, we were talking about this already, but, like, shaky cam, or when you do bullshit moves, like, you, like, take... Cut action scenes in half, or four or five times and it's not even one take and it looks fake and it doesn't come off on the screen very well and which is fine if you like for tv shows if you want to show an action scene and you really don't have the budget you can do it artistically and like it's not like i'll give a critique or criticism if you can't shoot it well but the implication is there fine but if you're trying to be an action scene don't do stupid tricks i mean you're welcome to but then i think you're a bad movie like taken three Taken 3 has this one scene where they had like 12 takes. That's the movie of... we're going to shit on. Oh my god. Yeah, definitely. That's one of the worst movies ever. But like Ever? They... Oh yeah. Alright, I'll add that to the list because I'm looking for the worst movies. The Room. The Room? Yeah. What is that? The Room is um, that one guy um, This it's like widely regarded as one of the most they think it was like a, a laundering, like money laundering operation. This okay. this weird guy from russia came over and lied and said he was american dressed like a cowboy went to hollywood shot his own film acted starred directed wrote it everything and uh I'm, I'm, my mind is blanking on his name but I mean, everyone everyone knows him yeah uh, but he, no he's franco james franco did uh a parody of that uh, oh okay 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 it was based I on that guy okay, yeah okay, okay um and the room is the original one What's the room james is the Franco's original one? retelling yeah what do you know what that movie's called yeah, the room. Uh, I thought the room was the original, and this new one is also called the room, and it's a parody of the room. The new one is called something different. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this guy was like weird as hell. Uh, I don't know his name. Oh, 
That sucks. Well, you remember you you knew his name because I remember you talking about it. You like you you went. I think you went solely to watch the room. Yeah. You make yeah. the room too. Yeah, it's awful. It's so weird. It's usually, what happens when you don't have experience doing projects? <laughs> yeah, I almost did it. Teasing them. <laughs> They're sitting on the edge of their seat, dude. What is Corey gonna look at the camera? <laughs> Oh, that's why you're on this podcast with me, because you need some weird. Can I just dive into my notes? If that's what you want to do. This is your show. Coleman Production. Go ahead. It's our show. Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> the camera, there was, what I liked about this movie is that there's almost uh, constant motion or constant action on screen. So if they have static shots, there's something happening. Or if they the camera's moving, it's very clear what's going on. There's no camera tricks trying. They're trying to be as clear as possible, but show you a lot of shit happening on screen. I'm trying to think of a scene where that's not the case, but nothing's it's, coming to mind. There is not a scene where that's not the case. You watch it. Just watch a five minute clip anywhere in the movie. What they're they're not. They're trying to be very direct and show you, this is what's happening. So if someone's like swinging and punching, they're trying to show you exactly that and give you the best angle of it. They're not trying to use a camera trick and like cut away and 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 things tend to um, like you, you mentioned this. Like when they edit stuff together, it goes from one clip to the next, and they're trying to tell the story very clearly. So this must have been storyboarded, um, like very most, carefully. Oh yeah carefully whereas most movies are going to be storyboarded but they're just there to like show the concept to producers and people to convince them to you you can tell a lot of movies what they do is they film an action scene and they just capture as much footage as possible go to the editing room and they just like put this together put this together and like they'll have an explosion and they'll do that three times and they'll have different angles and then you can almost tell between the first oh that's the third time because the explosion looks different yeah and it's or they details use... are missing or, you know, like yeah. Game of Thrones, there's a coffee cup in episode 11 or something. <laughs> yeah, in the newest season, they yeah. digitally altered that out. Yeah. yeah. After it was found already, yeah. after airing. Yeah. Fresh. That's funny. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I'm still, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think there was any, like, quiet times. I'm thinking, like, when they're in the, <laughs> I was going to say they're in the desert. but <laughs> The whole movie's in the desert. <laughs> when they're kind of broken down, I guess, after the they all escape you know the the war party and um i guess it wasn't even slow then because you know max is holding a gun it's tense so there's fast they're action. showering there right. was that one scene where you got all the chicks in the water and it was kind of like ooh, Woo! you like that part that's my favorite part yeah it's i like, like that part it's too. like an oasis for the eyes that was bad that was bad i apologize to everyone um anyway (laughs) just dig us in these holes that's that's why it's gonna be anyway anyway (laughs) moving on you are an obstacle to this podcast (laughs) i do this despite you i am the foundation (laughs) of this podcast no batman Uh, um but 
what I liked about the watching this in black and white is that the action was even more clear. With the color, there was sometimes I would lose um, what was going on with black and white. With so the I contrast. told you this yesterday. You're using the word clear. What should I use instead? Distinct. Or Distinct's a better... Use something more specific because... Was clarity. Uh, I, don't, I still don't think that fits very well as far as... Okay. Why the black or the black and chrome is better than the color because you're not it's not it's not more vibrant obviously because there's no color but it's sharper it's more there's more contrast sure clearer contrast i think sharp is probably a good word but yeah clear would be like you know transparent and that's not what it is it's showing you how high you know when there's fire and the flamethrower coming out of the sword or flames coming out of the engine pipes or whenever there's fire it's just white it's just so hot and white, and that's yeah. what the camera captures. Yeah. So but, you know you just don't get that vibrancy there, in the real movie. There's there's like two types of action scenes in, in this movie. Like broadly speaking, there's like the the fast ones where they're on a lot of motion happening, where there's you know they're they're driving the trucks or the cars, or the motorcycles, or whatever they are, and comparing those two. Those are all shot like for real. Like they put cameras on cars going next to them, shooting that. And then the other action scenes are static, like when they're outside the the vehicles vehicles but the action's still occurring and that's slower action but both are shot different ways um and then they have i guess a couple scenes where they're um like punching each other and stuff but on the truck itself so the truck the background is moving and so sometimes in the background there's like lots of colors and stuff going by and it's like the desert and all that stuff but with the black and white it's very clear to see in the foreground what's happening it's you know easier to to make out what's right, what's occurring right. which is what you want in an action movie you don't want to be and J, uh john wick does this super well too with every like shot it's like the blood you know coming out and, like it's so clear and yeah I the like, angle's happening i like in john wick when he fires usually you can see his gun and the person he's shooting and you see the reaction it's not like camera looking at this bang Pan or switch, cut the scene, bang, and then you see, you know, someone get shot. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's the cheap trick that you were talking about in yep. an action scene that they don't they they put all the effort, like you said, into the storyboards and being like, this is what we want the focus to be. Even in the beginning, there's like what I, there was like ten minutes into the movie and there was twenty words. I told you like twenty five words spoken. Yeah, like that gives you as an audience member a good indication of how this movie is going to progress. We're not going to be talking yeah. to each other. Use your eyes mostly, yes. your ears a little bit here and there, but just watch. That's in my yeah. notes. They showed, they didn't... Impl what did I say? I said... Those are my notes, actually. I wrote these. Okay, show, don't explain. There was no explaining in this movie. Yeah. I mean, hardly any. There was yeah. some dialogue. none, but, you know. There was some dialogue, but even the way they were talking to each other it was so lived in that they weren't explaining what was happening. It was just, it, it lets your mind really expand into the world. Like there's little details that they just gave you and your mind just kind of filled in the rest of it. Right. And I love that they did that. That's that or you were fucking confused. <laughs> or, but why are these people spraying it's silver right to be chrome onto their teeth? Yeah, but you figured it out. Where the fuck is Valhalla? Val, I mean, you, with the um, Norse mythology, everyone kind of knows you, you work on your back. Like, no yeah. one knows what a Valhalla is. Yeah, they do. You a know lot. because you're an intelligent. Most dummies out there gotcha. are not going to. 
Oh, did I'm I say gonna, on camera? I'm gonna clip that. Definitely gonna have to edit I'm gonna clip that. that yeah. That's, that's, that's the one. Quite that's said I'm intelligent. I made it in life. <laughs> I don't need your. <laughs> you don't need my. Um, so details given allowed for curiosity. And so a couple examples that the white powder on the radiated skin of the leader. Okay. So they were like, like blowing this. Psst. No, they were, they had, they, they had this like white look and they, and on his, you know, yeah, gross looking. Yeah. That way when they put you don't know what it was. plastic suit on his back, it wouldn't stick cause it's so sweaty out there. There you go. Corey was a writer it's like this a, movie. it's like gymnasts who put the powder on their hands so their hands don't stick to the whatever gym equipment they're using i put cocaine in my in my bag so if i'm getting a little tired on the rock climbing wall i just and then get up there i'm gonna click that too <laughs> i'm intelligent i smoke cocaine on the wall classic just like, kidding instant class um blood bag the universal donor I mean, that was implied that, like, why is Mad Max a blood bag? Why is he a universal? Everyone's a blood bag. I guess so, but... It's just an interesting way to say human with blood in it. Yeah, but it was a small detail given that did a whole backstory that was kind of interesting. It's like, oh, maybe this raiding party goes out, finds regular humans regularly and captures them and tests their blood and then carries them around and when they go to war they want to like no bring my blood bag like that's not it was just a little detail that i my mind started to like wander on like oh what's the implications of that like what you know like the fact they have warring parties that's it's like a video game war literally is a video game but i haven't played it what was the war machine no that's marvel (laughs) what's the big trucks called um war rig war rig um when they said uh the chrome spray i live i die i live again yeah it's like uh it's like uh radicalism sure fanaticism yeah zealotry well you believe so hard in something that you think you're going to be saved yeah. and there will be 79 virgins in hell that you'll do whatever you have to do yeah. because you think you're going to, you know, make it. I'm going to meet I'm going to meet with the warlords of my time was another quote that little old guy was yeah. <laughs> forget his name. Yeah, the old guy. I, I no, don't no, no, not the old guy, the little kid or the kid that they think, you know, that all that, that one girl is like trying to help war war boy or something like that. The kid yeah, I don't remember I the, don't remember his the name, kid's name. But that, that was another quote. He's like, yeah, I'll end up in heaven or in, in Valhalla with the war heroes of my time. And that's yes. what he thinks he's going to get there. And... Well, it's also a cool backstory that everyone's radiated, so they're all going to die anyway. Yeah. So might as well, like, go out in style and kill yourself for the cause if you believe the afterlife. Because life say, sucks now. I'd say the fact that everyone's radiated is more apparent in the color version than it is in this version. Yes. That is less distinct in this. But it's also less important, I feel like. And nobody should be watching this, the chrome version, like the black and white version, first. first. Nobody. Clear disclaimer. Make sure you put that in the description. Yeah. But nobody's watching, nobody's listening to us if they haven't seen the movie. Go watch the movie. Don't say nobody. I don't think any, I don't think so. You don't need to use absolutes. You're absolutely right. 
the milk and the breeders. That was just kind of like a throwaway comment. Like the all the they took the breeders. Milk. Well, the mother's milk, sure. They had like they had a, a quick scene of like all these like fat ladies. They, they look like like Hawaiian, like fat Hawaiian ladies or something with these huge jugs. We just, love you, Hawaiians. This we love you. I was Keep born there. You. <laughs> it is, like that, that fucking matters yeah like, <laughs> I think you're qualified to just call Hawaiians that <laughs> what about Samoans they, they were like Samoans yeah they were like what about sumo wrestlers it was like if the rock's mom let loose I don't know what the fuck that means well the rock is an islander anyway we're we gonna let that one <laughs> let that one hang I don't know. <laughs> Things get weird when you put a why camera you, on why people. Why don't you say like Jason Momoa's mom or something? I don't Everyone know. Everyone recognizes him as a Islander. Anyway. Anyway. Mother's milk. What? Uh, it had a shot of them like pumping out milk, and they would because water's scarce, and so they like even Max at one point was like, "What's this? It's like milk," and he's like washing his face off. And it's funny, water was scarce, and they're, like, washing their bodies off. Yeah, that was weird. A little spoiled. A little, um, uh, sheltered, those girls. Oh, we can use water. Yeah, the breeders. Instead of drinking I like it. that they called them breeders. It's like, they stole the breeders. <laughs> That's what they are. Yeah. All the hot girls are breeders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, date me. <laughs> just kidding date me nice you really got yourself out of there smooth <laughs> that was a good hook, that dude. was a good one dude there <laughs> set that bait <laughs> you're so dumb i don't know what to do with you <laughs> now we know i'm single <laughs> uh the people on stilts in the swamp that was kind of a cute what, little yeah that 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 the, i remember that scene the first time i watched it yeah. i was like how the fuck how are they surviving like well i guess that's kind movie's of movie's not gonna give it to you yeah that's kind of answered a little bit you know when they get to the uh, the green place and you have sure uh furiosa's old people with her and by people <laughs> they're all women but yeah they were from that place they said they were from the that place was with the water. green place yeah yeah that used to be the and the it's green just place. a marsh it's and, just swamp. yeah and now it's gone so i guess it maybe there wasn't that much time passing between when the green place disappeared and when we actually see it in the movie because that would make sense you know these people could survive for a little while longer after that place you know died up and dried up maybe they just eat crows we did see crows we saw a tree it's funny that the the guy didn't know what it was next to that thing the war boy oh and they had to tell him it was a tree i thought that was a cute little detail remember i that? didn't catch that no I, I remember him running off with the with the winch he said we, Win, winch uh wench wench is wench is a wench is in the 1500s yeah winch w-i-n-c-h wenches wenches like the tool they talk about wrench wrench jesus christ <laughs> that clip of I'm intelligent. I'm intelligent. We're just gonna clip the two together. <laughs> I told you. I told you a couple weeks ago, Corey. I'm probably the dumbest smart person. Yeah, you know. it's in the quote book, dude. <laughs> we got it. 
Yes. I'm so dumb. I surprise myself sometimes. <laughs> but like, I know, I know gears are turning in there. Like, I'm, I know I'm smart. Real I remember stuff. Slowly. And like, <laughs> they're not that slow. They're just wrong. They're just doing the wrong thing. They're it's going just fast. gears, not touching each other. <laughs> like spitting out the wrong product. Like, that's not what we ordered. <laughs> Wenches. Did you finish your thought on the wench? Winch. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> I remember Warboy running the winch from the front of the truck to the tree. But I remember him saying, like, what is that? He said next to that thing. Oh. And, they, yeah. and they're like, that's a tree, idiot. Yeah, and he didn't know what that was. Nice. Cool. Uh, Furiosa's lost arm. Never explained, never talked about. Kind of a cool thing. That's true. Comes off at points in the movie. Her fake arm does. Fake arm. Not a real arm. Her prosthetic. Her prosthetic arm. Max's premonition. Can't glaze over that. What do you I mean, just prostitute did. arm? You're supposed to, like, Tuesdays are stories. You make a joke and they just move on. And I'm sitting there having to pause the podcast, so laughing my go, ass off. Uh, well, yeah. normally people have to, like, pause so they can go read what the fuck he means by a prostitute arm. Is that what you said? Yeah, I just, it's, it's a prosthetic arm. Oh, it's you're doing a play on I'm words, doing a, doing a dude. Oh. All right. <laughs> get this jizz on okay so max's premonitions or lucid dreaming so that was never explained either um lucid dreaming oh when he's like having flashbacks of his yeah or dead like daughter what i mean by lucid dreaming is like at one point in the movie he was having a flashback and he put his arm up like this and yeah, then later on in the movie someone shoots like a dart crossbow yeah a crossbow you're right and he goes like that without even thinking about it and the crossbow goes there so it's almost like he caught the bullet Caught the crossbow. I'll explain this to a save. little bit better for everyone. <clears throat> Man, explain it to me, Corey. <laughs> I think it's important to like get this detail right because yeah. you're... so he has this flashback in the very beginning of the movie, and we see it a couple times as the movie progresses. And eventually, like two thirds into the movie, he's having a big fight on the war rig, and he has this flashback again. But in the other flashbacks before that, you know, it was it was almost like something was bright, was shining in his eyes. Yeah. So he was putting his hand up. Yeah. Or he also was having a flashback where she was, like, shooting him or she had a gun. But he was, like... he like I thought he caught something. No, he, he was flinching away from whatever the vision he was. So he was putting his hand up. That creepy girl. Which yeah, Which is yeah. better in black and white, by the way. Right, right, but right. But with so, her eyes popping out. So in the fight, he has this flashback, and it's almost like his helping or his guardian angel that's like helping him and so he does that automatic like muscle memory flinch because he sees something in his vision and it just so happens that he's getting shot at the same time so it blocks the bullet from i thought it was like head. a premonition that to save himself he put that up because that crossbow he wasn't saving himself that's what i mean that was a jerk reaction to him having the lucid dream or the flashback yeah and so that's his natural reaction because that's what he does every time he sees this premonition or I thought it was, I took it a different way. I thought it was it, in the instant. So we, there, he has like powers that he doesn't know about. What? Yeah. That's, that's how I thought of it is that he's like a fighter. So he's they, one of the first clips of the movie. They show him like chained up is trying to escape and he doesn't quite make it out of there. And But like they show his um, like he's climbing on the, the roof or whatever. And so he's athletic. So they're kind of showing that. And then he gets all these premonitions, but the, at the same exact time, it was always like, as it's happening, like he catches it and prevents himself from dying, and he doesn't even know how it happened. So he's got. Okay. That's that's how I took There's it. It's probably a, a middle line there. Yeah, 
because I think it was just a this is a vision I'm putting to block it up. Yeah, and it I was, don't think it's luck. It wasn't luck. I don't buy that. It wasn't luck, but it was definitely kind of like an outside guardian angel influence yeah. of like, oh, we've seen you do this reaction to what it's like I a superpower. Yeah, uh, he doesn't have control of it. That would be a exactly. Superpower. It's that's, but whatever that is, it's mysterious. Like some things came in and saved him. I think I think he saved himself because he because he is troubled and because he has those reactions to those visions he's seeing. He saved himself because that was just his jerk jerk motion to like block out the bright light or to. He got scared by what he saw and he did it again yeah. because he did that and that bullet just happens to go right there that bolt. I think it right was I think him. it was intentional and planned because they foreshadowed it happening, but I don't think the, our main character knows why it occurred, and that was never explained. It was never talked about, and that's an interesting detail that this this movie had. Uh, the other I list the other ones, and this is just another one of those. Mm-hmm. So interesting. There is obviously no right. I mean, yeah. it's not explained. So, yeah. but that's what makes this movie badass is that it's that's not true. explained, but it still works. Leaves it, up, leaves it up to the imaginative viewer. Yeah. Or if you just enjoy taking things at their face value, it's still a very entertaining movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean... Don't look too deeply into it, and it's still yeah. a badass movie. Yeah. Although, the first time I took Jolie to go see it, she was like, I didn't think it was that great. It was just an action movie. Because she associated it with all other action movies, and she's like, not much happened. And I was like, okay... Listen here. Listen, I gotta show you a lot more movies. And so I slowly introduced it, and we rewatched it. She's like, okay, I see what you mean now. Because mm. it does stand out. It's different than... Do you call her Padawan? I don't call my girlfriend Padawan. Oh, okay. You should. I did show her Star her Wars, the ways though. Of the Force. Yeah. Well, she shows me other things, but I, you know... Like sexual things. <laughs> So With your face, I'm just so I dub- inappropriate. Mike. I doubled down. I said what you're not supposed to say. You made me do it. I had. To... God damn it! I can't make you do anything, <laughs> intelligent person. <laughs> um, do you want to talk more about how each edit flows into the next shot? Sure. I need to be audible about my answer. You don't have to. Say- you don't have to say anything. Well, some people might be watching this video like with their phone uh, upside down. Yeah, probably. I would encourage that. I would say you don't have to watch us. Yeah. So I'll try to be more audible with my responses instead of like I'm 10, 12 years old. You all right there? I'm fine. Just got allergies. Because <laughs> um, you said you like that. Claritin. Sponsor. I don't think sponsor jokes are funny. I think we've all... And no viewer jokes aren't funny. I mean, they were funny at one point, but I don't think they're funny anymore. You know what my favorite activity is? What? Beating a dead horse. I think you're going to say beating something different. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> oh, Michael. You just took us into the gutter again. Dude. Episode, Get us out. Get us out. Episode 15, Rescue. I figure, like, if people want to watch up to this point, it's like... <laughs> this is the first video they've ever seen. Yeah. They're going to go back and watch the other ones and be like, yikes. Yikes. 
Um, you want to cross out the ones you've already talked about? I loved... No. I loved that it all takes place along one road. Almost literally the entire movie takes place. For what passes as a road? Because most of the time they're just trekking through the middle of... Sure, but... You know, point A to point B, and then halfway through the movie, turning around and doing it back to the place. I just love that the whole... The, the movie didn't take us... It, it took us to different scenes in different locations, but it was all the desert, marsh, you know, different... I'm just playing des- the devil's advocate, yeah. just because you obviously don't see a road, but you are right, because it is a journey that they're going from A to B, and then from B back to A. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you told me that as a concept, I'd be like, that sounds really boring. Yeah. But it's executed... It's just so... This movie's, like, so simple, and then just... You, you, you brought this up. Very narrow um in a good way like it has it's just not a wide movie with tons of different stuff yeah there's not multiple characters you don't have to keep cutting from what's happening you're not going from the past to the future you're literally like the cameraman was recording this journey as it went along yes yeah yeah almost in real time yeah yeah and it was it was a deep movie but it was very narrow you know there's a lot of depth to it but it's not shallow not a shallow Narrow movie. Very deep. Big words. Big words. Big words. We are very good at analyzing movies. Big dick. You should listen to us. The big dick energy. <laughs> BD. <laughs> I had... BBG? I had a lady at work that I don't think she realized what she was saying, but she, like, came in and told us we were talking about someone, and she's like, yeah, he's got big dick energy. And I was like come again like <laughs> you can't just nice. like say that and say come again come again nice. i said that to her <laughs> no but i don't think she realized that like she might have said bde and we were all just like whoa <laughs> i mean not, i don't care that you said that but in a work setting it's like that's hilarious in your work setting that's in a lot not. of people's in a lot of people's work settings <laughs> i've had not in yours jobs and that's fine and all you're right <laughs> okay i work in an office yeah. so it's like yeah um so hardly let the action settle uh before they tease the next scene i love this about this movie there's no there's a minimum amount of chill the bare minimum minimal minimal you're right minimum would be Chill. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. There's no more. Very a small amount. Minuscule. <laughs> big, big words. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Let's get this train back to the station. <laughs> do, 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 do. So, a couple examples of this, where the action settled, they hardly let the action settle before they tease the next scene. The storm cloud, so you have a big action scene, and then guess what's on the horizon? The big storm cloud they gotta drive through. A big storm cloud, that's what you call that? Yeah, that's what I called it. No, what is it called? What is it called, Corey? It's literally like a wall of sand. What is it called? A dust uh, storm? Dust. Dust wall. Dust ball. 
Wall of shame. Get those storm. gears grinding, storm. dude. Dust storm. <laughs> what is it called? They have them all the time in like Egypt and shit. <laughs> this is your brain happening right now. I'm watching it. A cloud? It's not a cloud. It's literally like a wall of like a dust know. devil dust no, storm. It's like dust devil times nine thousand. I can't help you, buddy. Dust Cloud does not give an accurate description. So if you <laughs> haven't seen the movie, don't. Another example of this is the motorcycles. So after that next scene ends, they go into the canyon. There's motorcycles rolling up in the foreground. And then, of course, it'd be like, it's like constantly like showing you stuff. And you go, oh, that's going to be cool. And then, of course, it delivers. And you got motorcycles jumping up and down onto the rig. and Throwing bombs on them. And they're shooting people. and they're Yeah. Badass. Um, nighttime and the swampy marsh. So it was like, ooh, what are they going to do here? And then, of course, it being dark was a factor. Um, like the war party had a search, you know, and then they, they shot out the light and all that shit was cool. She did. Uh, Furiosa did. Uh, the guys on the metronome swinging things. Metronome <laughs> I like that description yeah. of them. Yeah, that was cool. You kind of yeah. see that happening, and you're like, oh, that's going to be, and it's a thing. All mm. right, they're they're using using them. Yeah, they use a weird descriptor for it, like, because the the old ladies from the old green time, they're, like, scoping it out. They're like, oh, check out this one. They oh, they got this, this, this. Oh, and they got, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was, like, some, they had a term for it. We're prepared. Yeah. Fire. They had lots of fire. Yeah. The fire guys. How cool would it be if it was black and chrome and then the fire was color? Yeah. The only thing that was really color in this... There's none. What the chrome was when they spray the stuff. That was like silver. I guess it wasn't color, but... Right. It was just bright. Or it, it was... Like textured. It was reflective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, showing the knife in the gear clutch before they used it. Because he takes all the guns out of the cab. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah. That lead right into what's going to happen. Um, and then the heavy metal guitarist. I love that guy. That's Is so he unnecessary. Blind? He's blind, right? He had like a... Wrapping around his face? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Bung that comes off and he's all like... Bungee corded to the yeah, top of dude. the thing. <laughs> I feel like that he was more prominent in the f first time I saw it. Yeah. The first time I saw it, and then watching this black and chrome, I was like, oh, he's not featured as much. You hear a little bit more of the music, but I always th I remember watching the first time, and I remember him bouncing around a lot more for some reason. I don't know. I like that every scene they kind of showed him, they had the actual guitar and the audio. What do you mean? Like, when he was playing on screen, there would actually be electric guitar playing as part of the music. Oh, instead of him just, like, doing it this. It kind of and... wove within the music. Right. Of right. the movie. Right. Which was, like, a really creative... And then when he gets, like, uh, beat up or whatever and he loses control of his guitar, the music, the electric guitar stops yeah. for that part of the, of the music. Right. Yeah. And so that's super well choreographed and very nuanced and... Um, Definitely adds a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. And they did lots of that. Like, with... Um, at one point, like, they shot a gun next to Max's uh, ear mm -hmm. and they... It, it was like his hearing went out. Right. 
and it's you have that ringing noise, and that's what the, the quiet audio was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they, but this action was still occurring. Yeah. Because it's this like the movie, same thing in like war movies, I guess when a yeah. when a, like a, a shell goes off or yeah. a grenade or something, you have that like disoriented, usually like first person cut to what the person has experienced. It's the same thing that happens. But this here book. the action doesn't let up, right, so right. it's constantly action, right. and then con- they don't just linger on his yeah. loss of hearing and slow mode, blah blah blah. No, it's like all right, that's what happened to him. Audio is we're hearing his audio, but we're cutting back with action. Yeah, yeah, they they have to. They have to, they can't just give you everything at the entire two and a half or two hours of this movie. They have to like let up. Like there's got to be some, there can't just be a, a car chase. There's got to be some on the ground, solid static shots. Right. Um, Keep everything in perspective. Yeah. Um, a comparison, like. Contrast. Contrast. These are all terms I've heard. <laughs> We're so qualified for this dude episode 15. Look at us pros, bro. We're wearing suits the next episode, I'll tell you that. Um, we're still rookies, or are we amateurs? We are professionals. Oh. A lot of establishing with... I love this part. Um, so it establishes who's teamed up with who. So who's on whose side. Right. And then there's lots of switching. with it. Almost like... Um, I've made this analogy before. Almost like a Shakespeare play. It's like these two people are lined up together, like best friends... And then as the play goes on, the tragedy of, the, of it is that they turn against each other. Or this families were united and now they're apart. And then this person backstabs this person. There's a lot of that going on. With war boys on needs Mad Max. And they're together. And then Mad Max punches him out. And then they both need Furiosa. But then Furiosa like needs the, the breeders. And then the breeders. like It's just all this back and forth. And... Then they all end up friends at the end against the uh, bad guy or whatever. The guy who's like a wrestler. The main antagonist, the bad guy. Um, the guy with the plate that they put on and the white What's hair. What's his name? I don't remember his name. I don't remember either. Oh, Imogen Joe or something like that? He's not referred to very often. I yeah, Imogen Joe. Interesting. We'll have someone fact check that. Whatever. Google that, bitch. Tweet it. Tweet at us. So it was like a dance. There's people changing sides, but it flows beautifully. I wrote that down. <laughs> and then it reminds me of Doom 2016. You think it's good when I read the stuff off, or does it kind of like... You wish it flowed it's, more. It's tough, because it's almost like you have to be like doing a speech, and you're just supposed to have cues. You have things ready to talk about. Yeah. But that's not really what this is. Yeah. So maybe, like, I don't know. I think it's fine. I don't think anyone minds. The point of me writing those down is to bounce it off you to see what you think. But right. it, you kind of let me just go off on it. Yeah. And if I, I have something to add, I'll add. I'll spice that bitch up. Well, I'd appreciate it if you just quiet down. Oh, shit. Okay. You can speak up when it's funny. Or when you're calling me intelligent. But other than that, I just I've already said to... that I tell people I'm the comedic relief on this show. And the foundation. I love you, Corey. You're the icing on the cake, bro. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this show with anyone except for you. God, I love this movie so much. It's just super rewatchable. Whatever.
I'm just giving myself cues. You're right. Edit it later that I can remember to put the four. Of them. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'd give Black and Chrome probably a lower rating than the color version. <clears throat> no. I would. Yeah. You would. So, I don't think I would. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm not saying no because uh, your opinion isn't I thought, valid. I thought you were telling me no. Don't fucking give it a lower rating. How do you think we can improve a podcast? I don't know. Have them call in. Can I tell you my idea? I want. No, you didn't. I want. Uh, I want to do a little spot where we have like five minutes where we call. We call a random person, not a random person, but one of our friends, and be like, "Hey." So you're on. on our show what do you think about mad max fury road and they're just like what the fuck are you talking about and it's just like five minutes <laughs> and we goof off and then all right back to <laughs> thanks for tuning in to we got a lot of friends that would be good oh, to yeah. do that with oh yeah just impromptu or a little bit planned you'll never know and it'll just be something you know little uh skits throughout our, sh- our show so i've been looking at analytics for our show Ooh, people, boy. we get stats. We get some. We get some people watching, and we get views on it. Like we'll get like 20, 30 views, right? Money. But the problem is they only watch for six minutes or whatever, and it just That's people. Average. Yeah, they have average viewer, and like, can't trust those numbers. No, I mean, but if someone like if Joe clicks on the podcast to be nice and polite and watches it. Like, he lets that shit run for 15 minutes, and then other people click on it and, you know, scroll through and watch us for a couple minutes. Like, I'm not sure there's anyone out there yet that sits down and watches us. You do. Who has two thumbs? (laughs) And no brain. I could have been better. I could have said, small dick, or... A big heart. Yeah, dude. Dude, listening to these two comedians on these podcasts we both like, they're just funny. They're just riffing back and forth. Yeah. I'm just like, I know we. It takes a lot of fucking work to be that funny. Yeah. You can't just. And it's like that's nothing. It's not to gonna them. come to you. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you'll ever have that skill. I think it's developable. Because you, know you don't. The what? What? Developable. <laughs> oh, that one hurts. <laughs> oh. Big brain pronunciations. Yeah. I love this podcast. Yeah, you have a good time doing it? I always. I have a good time, but I get like... Anxious. It's... Yeah, it's like nerve-wracking. Like, I'm glad I'm doing it, but... Have you ever done... Uh, what is it called? Not stand-up. Public Im- speaking? Improv. Im- improv. Improv? Have you ever done improv? Have you ever gone into a group at school or out and about? I would recommend you try improv a couple times. I mean, I get the idea. I get Do the you? concept. Yeah. But you have to actually execute. And executing will give you the confidence to perform better? Or just be... To I be got a problem performing. <laughs> Jelly calling? <laughs> Is that what you meant? <laughs> I was just saying stuff. <laughs> of course, that's what I meant. Just yeah. To fill the dead air. That's a criticism I've gotten. What? Of a lot of dead air. I think so too. That's why Corey's fucking brain goes. 
that's another edit I want to make is throw the Jeopardy <laughs> sound every time. You want to make all these soundboard edits, but like, have you ever like interacted with Adobe Premiere? I'm like, no. I give you all access. You've got access to everything. It's because you don't have a good rendering rig. I can't work without the tools. All right. If you can help me buy a new rig, I'll I'll sink like a thousand bucks into a computer. Don't don't. I almost looked at five five thousand. No, 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 hey, let's go like this. Let's go like this, <laughs> so they can't hear us. You fucking idiot. What's this gonna do? Yeah, you don't like talking about the background of this podcast. The background on on yeah, who does what? And you, you do, do everything. everything. I told you, I'm the well, comedic. No, I don't do everything. Comedic relief. I'm carrying this shit. No, you and I watch the movie together, and we plan stuff out. We, you know, write some shit down and. I would not say that I do everything. Okay. I don't feel like I do. Good. I do all the like production side of it. Right. And you do most of the talking too. That's in every situation I'm in. <laughs> that's what you're good at. It's actually not true. I I uh, this will surprise you because I don't think you believe me. But like I'm kind of quiet at work because you shut the fuck up a lot. Have to. It's you're around people with more experience and it's not your place to talk and uh, you gotta play your environment yeah yeah and around, when i meet new people i don't talk the ear off i'm i'm very when you're a talker like me you have to read people and go i can't overwhelm this person i gotta shut the fuck up a lot so when i first meet you and we're just like like everyone i met with on the mission trip they would like uh talk to me and stuff and they kind of thought i was quiet it's like you don't know how i am at all you're pretty quiet like a magic or whatever. You're quiet there too. You're quiet with family. You won't shut up when Jolie's around though, so. She likes me talking more. Of course, girls. <laughs> Bitches love talk. <laughs> Her mouth's always full. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Alright, folks. That about wraps I'm up sorry. episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go die <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.